Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. Well, I thought that would be kind of fun to surprise my next guest with this morning on his birthday. It's Bruce John. Well, you got me, Wayne. I forgot about that one. That's right. That's in the file here. Yeah, that, no. that, that'll get played every year, whether you're here or not. Although it's amazing, you do tend to show up here on your birthday. on my birthday. I is, know. Well, is that your idea or is well, that I don't my know. Idea? It just it worked out that way again. It's a, always a pleasure to share my birthday with you, <laughs> my pal. That's right, Cupid 2012. He's Bruce John joining us this morning. On his, what, do you have anything else going on today besides the radio appearance today? What, um, what are your big birthday? Yeah, I'm singing over at uh, Card Home this afternoon. I have a gig, of course. You're going to sing and Happy it, Birthday to Me? Yeah, and, and, and my <laughs> wife and I are going to go uh, to the Asian Grill for my birthday, the hibachi, and uh, get the show. I, lo- I love the show and the food at the same time. So it's, it's a treat. You mean this show? Uh, yeah, that should be. <laughs> no, you mean the other. Let me show. see you with a knife you and flip f- an egg you, up on a yeah, spatula. You mean the flames and that yeah, kind of all stuff? That. Yeah, they flip the egg up and catch in their yep. pocket and all I that love kind all of. That. I agree. I agree. I'm one of those people as well. <laughs> you're you're also wearing a UCSB sweatshirt. Now you could have worn a lot of other sweatshirts like an LSU shirt with a football game tonight, but I wouldn't have reacted. But the UCSB got my attention because my parents used to live in Santa Barbara. My kids, my sisters grew up there. Uh, what's your UCSB connection? Well, my US, my my UCSB is is my. Uh, my baby girl uh, Emma Lou is uh, she's in a, a graduate program out there to get her PhD in public history, and she's teaching college at the, she started at the age of 23, and uh, she's doing very very well. She loves Santa Barbara. I called her. Up, I said, "What do you do to get a PhD?" She goes, "I read a book a day, Daddy." I said, "She said, but it's not that bad because I'm either on the ocean." Or in the park downtown here where I live in Santa Barbara. So. Did you tell her it was warmer here yesterday than it was there? We, oh, yeah, I got her. Absolutely. The day before, it was the same. It was 63. Yeah, the see day if you before. make that phone call on Saturday when it might be uh, six inches of snow around here. Yeah, that's true. And then, so. then just advantage Emma. That's how that works. <laughs> Public history. What does that mean? Well, you know, it took me three times to understand it. It's conveying history <laughs> to the general public. I remember I, I asked her three times and it went right over my head. And then I asked my wife, I said, do you understand? She goes, yeah, but I can't explain it to you. So I love that. It's rather than teaching history at a college, you would teach history to the general public through museums and that sort of thing. And which, boy, does this general public need to know about their history. It's a, very, it's a, new, a new science and a very important science. Now watch this. This is, hall, this is Hall of Fame stuff, Bruce. So is public history... Kind of like what the bread box is all about, keeping <laughs> musical history alive. What a segue. That was just a beautiful transition. The bread that's box. Why I got that plaque up there on the uh, wall. Yeah, that's why you got CBA the plaque. Hall of Fame. You deserve every, every word on that plaque. You can't make fun of yourself. Who can't make fun of you? That's right. The bread box was a, was a carryover from Shabu, actually. It was like I had some band booking skills 45 years ago. And when I met my old pal John McGrath told me uh, uh, almost 12 years ago that the Covenant Soup Kitchen had to buy their building, and they had to own the church, and they didn't know what to do with it. They wanted to have some community use. I just watched a special with Arlo Guthrie that he had taken a church in Western Massachusetts, not the one from the movie, <laughs> which is <in> Western <coughs> Massachusetts. Yeah, but he but he <laughs> turned it into a community theater. I go, listen, I could bring in like small acts and folk groups and make money for the soup kitchen, at the same time bring music back to Willimantic, and um, we could do it all for charity. 
And I brought it to the board of directors and went, well, you know, you can't get paid for this. I said, I don't want any money. I said, this is my uh, act of, you know, uh, work for God, and uh, I will do it gladly. And 11 and a half years later, we're sitting at almost $130,000 that we've raised for the soup kitchen with great acts like Tom Paxson, Maria Moldar, James Montgomery. We just had Big Al Anderson. We just had the Shabu All-Stars, Christine Ullman. Um, I've got James Montgomery and Aztec Two-Step coming. we got all kinds of people coming. The great Adam Ezra, Jonathan Edwards. You had Rex Fowler of Aztec Two-Step a couple years ago, and I brought him on. I was on the stage there bringing him on. It was that's great. That's right. Yeah. And, he, and he will be And then here. I sat with you during the show. That's, I remember that was, that was a great night. That might have been the last night that, that Neil played, I think, maybe. But anyway, we got them coming back. Um, I have an amazing spring series coming up here. We start with Aztec Two-Step uh, 2.0. Uh, Neil has retired, but Rex had put together an amazing little band. They do all the hits. It's a lot of it was his voice anyway and all the hits from Aztec. That's February 16th. And coming up on, on hey, March 8th. Hey, 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 Cosmo's Lady. Oh, yeah. God, what a great, <laughs> That's one of my favorites by them. <laughs> going on Saturday. Oh, oh I, yeah. I mean, they, they had hey, amazing. Little Mama. I don't know if you've ever seen the PBS special. How about you do the bacon, I'll do the making. I love that. That's one of my Emma's favorites. If the folks are too young to understand what we're talking about, go see them. Because the, the, the songs are just great. You know, they were the next Simon and Garfunkel coming along back in the, in the, in the early 70s. And uh, they had a change in management at Columbia Records. And they got lost. There's a PBS special about it. It was like the lost band. They got like put under a pile of something. And never got promoted properly. They could have been the next time in the Garfield. Yeah, they had, a, they had a major label. They were an RCA, weren't they? But they, the new president that came in had no idea who they were. The old one loved them. And it just started to promote them. That's why Going on Saturday and Cosmos Lady were big hits. Then it just died off. But they just kept writing great songs and performing. I mean, oh, my God. They must have played Shabu 50 or 60 times. And... Uh, and Rex was like my brother. I, I love him like a brother. He used to live in Willimantic. He used to live yes, at Art Space. Art Space. And he, he wrote jingles for golf. That's what he did. Jingles for golf. What for that golf. Mean? If you went to a, a pro shop and bought a CD of golf songs, they were all Rex's. <laughs> really? He's a brilliant songwriter. <laughs> and he's a great golfer, by the way. <laughs> a real, like a scratch golfer. He's amazing. But... Um, but we after that, you know, we have this. I, I I went to I get a lot of my stuff out of Boston. We have the Porch Party Mamas, and the Promise is Hope coming in uh, on March eighth. And then we have a real coup here. After like ten years of retirement, one of the best folk groups in Connecticut ever, Mad Agnes, is back together, and they're going to come and play for us on uh, March 29th, along with the great our own Willamannock and State Troubadour, Hugh Blumenfeld with Faithful Sky, a double bill. They know each other, and hopefully they'll collaborate on some songs. And then the best one I think I've got this year so far is because I did it by mistake, is I have the whole Adam Ezra group, probably one of the hottest bands out of Boston since, I don't know, Jay Giles or James Montgomery or uh, Boston. Adam Ezra group, he's an amazing performer, and uh, he has a charisma like I, I haven't seen in many, many years. I tried to book him. By mistake, somehow I got the whole band, which I was, <laughs> which is phenomenal. <laughs> so they're coming on uh, on April 19th. They're going to sell out within like a week. And then then, then my, my godfather, the greatest of them all, the, the voice from heaven, Jonathan Edwards, will be here on um, May 19th to close the program. All these tickets are on sale right now over at the co-op, the Woolly Food Co-op. And if you're out of town and you can and you're hearing this later on, 
to go to the website, breadboxfolk.org. My home phone number is on there. Call me up. I'll get you tickets. So that's what we do. We have season tickets as well with a little discount. How often do you bang it out? I know the last couple of events you've sold out, but I, your goal is to sell it out. But do you come close most times? Yeah. I mean, we had a couple of uh, slow ones in uh, this year, September. We have a 100-seat theater. We hit like 75, 80 for a couple of times. Um, we still made money in September and October. But uh, then it's just they all sell out. Um, well, I saw some comments on Facebook after some of these shows, and people say, well, I didn't know about this in advance. Why wasn't I told in advance? So you just gave the, the Breadbox website, but Facebook has it. You're all over Facebook We're with that kind of stuff. Not so, just that. So it's, just tell those people who uh, need a little bit of a connection to the community here of how they can keep track of this and how they can find out when and who these concerts are, for, are all about. Well, first of all, that's why I have the ball spot, because I pull my hair out. <laughs> Oh, is that because why? it drives me crazy. We've been 11 and a half years, and people I know from town, where's the bread box? I've never heard of the bread box. I thought, my God, it's everywhere. Right, or people so, start raving about some act that you had over there, and people later on say, well, I didn't know they were coming. Well, you go to breadboxfolk.org, and there's an email list. And my lovely wife, Therese, sends out an email once or twice a month. Well, you know, it doesn't spam you, and you'll get an update on who's coming and what they're doing. And you can always go to breadboxfolk.org. And we have a beautiful website that she takes care of, and you can go see who we got. And do you have a Facebook presence for the Bird Oh, Box? yeah, we have a nice Facebook page. So you just go to that and just the Bread uh, click, Bread Box click, click like page. or follow, whatever, and you'll, yeah. get, you'll see it on your, on your news feed. Simple as that. So, yeah. you know, beside doing what we do with the National Acts and the New England Acts, we also do a thing for uh, Connecticut Acts, and mostly local Connecticut we do an artist showcase. Um, we're going to do it October through April now, the third Wednesday of every month. We've, we've been doing that for 11 years as well. And I get um, five acts normally. I open it up with a song or two. And I have um, incredible local singer-songwriters, uh, creative people who come in every month of all genres, of all ages. Uh, the... the uh, the beautiful part is this Wednesday, which is two days from today, the 15th of January is our third Wednesday. I have a young man who's, a, I believe he's a freshman at UConn, Asher Clark, and he makes his own music with a com computer, um, and, his, and he's an amazing performer. Um, he's so good. He's going to play. No relation to great Marty Clark. I call him the house band. Maybe the best voice, the best lead singer out of this area ever. He has an amazing voice. He's going to do some songs. And then I have the old standby Curtis Brand, singer-songwriter. He's very clever. He's very good. I have a local band called Jarmony. My, uh, my neighbor, uh, Jay Ames, and his crew with Charlie and Eric, and uh, they're a crowd favorite. And I also, a very special young lady uh, reached out to me. Her name is Kelly English, a recent Berkeley graduate. And she has a re she's a recording artist from Nashville who lives in Bolton. And boy, is she good. So I have these acts. It's a $5 admission at the, I, at the uh, bread box. Every, every cent goes to the soup kitchen, of course. There's no fee. It's a donation. And uh, that's the 15th, and we do it, we're going to do it every month through April. Now, see, here's the, the uh, trick of being a good interviewer. You know the answer to the question, but you don't say it in your question. You let the guest answer the question. So we say... So, Bruce, what are the acoustics like at the Breadbox Theater at St. Paul's? Well, the acoustics are just spectacular. See, I, I mean, mean it's, uh, it's just—it's an old Episcopal <laughs> church. There's a wood floor, 
there's a wood ceiling with um, a louvered wood ceiling, Wayne, and uh, it uh, it sounds like being you're inside of a guitar. That's what that's how, how we equate it. It's just a beautiful residence in there. People who's asked to set the first time they ever played there, which was like ten years ago, Rex and Neil both said. We just want to move in here and sing here every day. I mean, it's that nice. I have the key to the place. Every now and then, I go in and sit on the on the on the altar by myself and just sing with a guitar. Really, really? You got a guitar right now? You're going to just sit on your lap, or what's it going to do here? This well, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I I want to know. Want you to know that I'm um, the other event I have coming up this month uh, is with my band, Dinosaurs After Dark, Dad. And the Wild Is Bill that a project. fairly new outfit for you? I don't remember hearing that one before. The, the name? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so my daughter Emma uh, sent me a message last year for California. Said, "I have a new name for your band, Daddy. Dinosaurs After Dark. D period A period D." And I loved it. Then I told the band we had changed our name from the Bandoleros to Dinosaurs After Dark. We are a bunch of old dinosaurs, and we're dads. So it all it all worked out. And. Um, we're going to be at the Elks on the 25th, of course, this month for our Hug a Hippie dance. We'll talk more about that. But this may be one of the slow songs we danced to that night. Nineteen sixty-seven, dancing slow with your best girl. There's a light, certain kind of light that never shines on me. And I want my love to be Live with you Live with you There's a way Everybody say Do each and every little thing But what good does it bring If I ain't got you I ain't got you Baby, you don't know what it's like Baby, you don't know what it's like To love somebody To love somebody The way I love you In my brain I see your face again I know my frame of mind You ain't got to be so blind Oh, so blind So, so very blind I'm a man Can't you see what I am? And I live and breathe for you But what good does it do If I ain't got you I ain't got you No, baby, you don't know what it's like Baby, you don't know what it's like To love somebody To love somebody The way I love you
BGs. Bruce John giving you some 1967 BGs. I think Michael Bolton covered that later on too. But you know what, Michael, leave that one alone. The, yeah, leave that one alone. Until Nick. this morning, the original was still the greatest. Thank but you. now you've just surpassed the BGs. Hey, nice wow. job by you. So what's this hungry hippie thing on the 25th of August? Oh, hug a hippie, man. It's, hug a, it's hug our, a hippie. All it's right. hug a hippie. It's our 70th year in a row that my band has done a benefit for the No Freeze Shelter. And this year, it's, it's a little special because the, the No Freeze uh, Center is going to be helped by my dear friend David Foster, and they're going to get a building for them. He's going he's gonna to help, um, help them buy a building. He, he said, I, he's told me 10 times now he's going to do it. It's, it. He's bound and determined. They're looking at several sites in town. And once they get that building, and Mickey's going to let them stay till April, the, uh, I know you had them, uh, you had uh, 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 Avery on your show, but once the, they move out of there, we're going to be a new building and it's going to need a lot of renovations. So this year, rather than trying to make money for the rent, we're trying to raise money to, for the renovations that are going to be needed. So um, we have a big dance every year at the Elks Club, 7 to 11. My band opens up and uh, the lovely Patty Tewitt joins us. And then we have... Um, uh, then we have the Wild Bill Project, which is which is three members of my band also, and they're fabulous classic rock. Oh, they're so good, and uh, they'll be there w w with Keith Lyons, uh, the lead singer, who's phenomenal. They'll be playing from uh, a nine to eleven. That is January twenty fifth. It's Saturday night at the Elks from seven until eleven o'clock. The Hug a Hippie event. I think every time he comes in the studio here, he brings his guitar because he likes to sing and play. For you, the vast North American listening audience, because you're a, a kind kind of guy, Bruce, aren't you? Now don't be cool, be kind. Well, you know I can be found sitting home all alone. If you can't come around, please just telephone. Don't be cruel to a hard that's true. Now, baby, if I made you mad, something I might have said. Please let's forget the past. The future looks a bright ahead. Don't be true to a heart that's true. I don't want a world of love. Baby, it's just you I'm thinking of. Don't stop thinking of me Don't make me feel this way Come on over here and love me Listen what I gotta say Don't be cruel To a heart that's true Let's walk up to the preacher Let us see I do Then you'll know you'll have me and I know that I'll have you Don't be through To the heart that's true Why should we be apart? Really love you, baby Crossing my heart Thank you. Thank oh, you very much. Yeah, a little, little king in that one, huh? Yeah, <laughs> doing a little Elvis there. <coughs> my inspiration cool. for playing the guitar. So let me connect the dots here. If you're not cruel, does that make you kind? Kind. And the kind is the key word. There's one of these segues again. A couple of years yeah. ago in November, the day after an election, I said I'm going to double down on love. 
I'm not going to say no to anybody if we want to do something for kindness and for love in this community and in this world. And I've tried to live by that, and I've got a lot of people on board. Um, the bread box, I, I told you, is 11 and a half years, almost $130,000. And what we do, the, the Covenant Soup Kitchen has been there 39 years. They serve 300,000 meals a year. Um, about 100,000 of them maybe go out of the place that during the day with, with meals. Maybe 150 people a day, 35 of them are homeless. The other are just dirt poor and hungry. The other food, the other 200,000 meals go home to families and people who need. They won't live without it. It's, it's a vital, vital um, service we supply. And uh, they were, they were, the, the, the cupboards were bare in December. I've never seen anything like it. They haven't either. The donations are way down. And at all these people, the 17 days of giving, all the guys that were here, um, we did our second year, raised, I don't know, $9,000 and uh, something like 1,500 pounds of food. Then my daughter. That, that was the, like the seven local business the, Yeah, they're, they're amazing guys. Uh, you know, Napa Jeff and Jimmer from Beaverbrook. And I'm going to miss some of them. Greg Biggins and uh, Scotty from um, from Miller Brothers. Denny, um, Denny Gates. Denny Gates, of course, Denny Gates. And and then um, when they, I, I, my job, I look at it, I'm a facilitator. I, I can't write a check, but I can get other people to do it. I can inspire other people to come on board. And when I've watched in the bread box over these years, and I've watched these other drives that I've been collaborating with, the people all want to do good. They just don't know how to do it. So I look at it as my my gift, my job, to do to get people together and organize and point them in the right direction so they can help with a lot of different charities, <clears throat> but mostly the Covenant Soup Kitchen. And um, this this December. We started it out with my daughter, uh, Mia, who uh, uh, my older daughter who owns the Mansfield Academy of Dance, who I, I always feel I raised very well. She's got a heart of gold, and she's a great dance teacher. But she gets 100 kids every year to do a dance, a Christmas show, and gives all the money to the Covenant Soup Kitchen. It's our fifth year in a row. The people at Eastern let us use Schaefer Auditorium this year. The first show that they've had there since they renovated it, it's gorgeous. And we raised $2,500 in one day. A hundred little kids dressed up like candy canes and Christmas trees and Charlie Brown. It was just an <laughs> adorable show. And uh, everyone was so happy to be giving to the soup kitchen. And every little kid there, even the two- and three-year-olds, if you said, why are you dancing today? And they'll go, because we want to feed hungry people. They all knew what their mission was. And that's how you start it. You start charity real young like that and uh, make people understand and then we moved on. We had the, the Mansfield Middle School uh, Chamber Choir under the direction of the great uh, Ken Johnson. This is our second year in a row at the Bread Box. He had a great idea at the middle school not to take any gifts this year from children. He said, I got enough coffee cups and ties and candles. So he got all the teachers at the school this year to take donations to the soup kitchen. And then another astronomical, I don't have a figure, I think it was $1,500 and 600 pounds of food. And the food started rolling in um, into the soup kitchen. And I know I'm forgetting one. Oh, the boot drive. I had an idea to do a boot drive I saw on TV last year. And I got I collaborated with the Willimantic Lions, the Mansfield Lions, the Willimantic Elks, Busquets Appliance, the Thread Museum, Ashford Senior Center, and my church, the First Congregational Church. And we put together a boot drive, gave away 200 pairs of boots, winter shoes. I 
I'm not usually the, I'm a fundraiser. I'm at the fun events. I have a lot of fun. I'm not usually in the trenches. Um, I don't, sometimes not physically able, but that day I was there for the boot drive. And um, it, it, it turned my head around to see the poverty in this area. These families coming in with little children with little paper shoes on. It was 10 degrees out that morning when we did it. It was like December 14th or something. And um, anyway, to watch these people's faces when you put winter boots on their children and on them, it was a whole new, rev- I'm going to crack, because it was a real, a real revelation for me just to know that we're doing that kind of good in this community. And Lefty and I always say together that your community is only as good as how you treat your poor. And it, it, you can't judge yourself as a community if you're not taking care of the poorest of the poor amongst you. You've got to start there, and then you build up your community around that. And that's really what I, I devote my life to. Yeah, that's, don't be cruel. The random acts of kindness that Bruce John is talking about. One quick update. Uh, you, mentioned, you mentioned David Foster. How's he doing? David's sick, and, um, and we're in the process now of hopefully forming a committee. I, uh, we had a big meeting last week, and uh, we're going to try, as soon as his um, evaluations are complete, to do a donor drive, a liver donor drive. You don't have to die and give him your liver. You just have to give a little piece of your liver if, you, if you're if you a match. So we'll have more about that. When I when I get all the details that I'd love to come back on if I can to announce the donor drive. We may be a month away, but uh, he's sick. He needs a liver. And uh, he's and he's a loving, kind man, and uh, I'm hoping we can save his life. That's and you don't have to wait till your next birthday to come on the radio show. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Happy birthday, my longtime good friend Bruce John. I feel like I'm the only non-John here. We got John too with the news. Bruce John, maybe we'll call me John Wayne. Bruce, thanks for coming in this morning. Always my, good to see you. Thanks for having me, my friend. 14 WILI Willimatic and 95.3 FM.